Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by RPAL Gary at Partscaster Concierge. Gary offers custom designed Partscaster style builds and bodies catering to upscale DIY builders. Concierge services are included with every project to ensure every build is perfectly tailored. Gary can assist with design concepts, electronic configurations, hardware selections, and everything in between. Now, every DIY builder is working at a different knowledge or skill level, so Gary offers these services on an as-needed basis, so he can be as involved in your build as you need him to be, with help sourcing parts or even advice during your finishing or assembly phases. Gary offers flat-top, contoured, or edge-routed bodies for bolt-on necks, as well as custom pick guards, necks, pre-setups, and other parts and services through builders and guitar techs within Gary's ever-growing network. So if you're on the hunt for a sick custom parts caster project, check out at Partscaster Concierge on social media or partscasterconcierge.com. Kitten caboodle and bless my noodle. It's a sweet episode of the cultured guitarist. I didn't even have that planned. That just came spilling out of my head just now. It, it shows. Uh, <laughs> my name is Al Loves an LSP Special Al. With me, as ever, is Casper Loves an SG Special Casper. That is true. And our guest, the one and only, I make my own special, Fox Fletcher from Mallory Guitars. Now, Good I have evening. To, I have to ask. Yeah, yeah you yeah. can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Went just dead silent. Ninja mode. When you had like this like pause for effect. I have. It went a little long. Brain problems, okay? There's going to be random pauses. It's just. I told you not to do that while you're doing this. That would happen regardless. <laughs> uh, oh, anyway, I got to ask, man, where did the name, like, I, this is, we're getting. Usually, have, or there's gonna be, or I'm gonna come back to the what's up this week section. Okay, but I just want to know, you got the name Fox Fletcher. Yeah, you're like a Marvel superhero. <laughs> a Stanley creation with the yeah the yeah. alliteration name. Yes. yes. Now, so yeah. so how did Mallory Guitars end up Mallory Guitars? Uh, Whoa, that's a yeah. What? That's a later in the episode question. Oh, fine. All right. Oh, is it? okay. Well, never mind. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he doesn't get to skip I this because Dan will have your head. I know Dan will have my head, but I got questions, man. It's, well, it, he's got a great name, and there's... I am I I absolutely agree with you, but let's keep to protocol <laughs> and... Uh, Wouldn't want to mess with... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't want to get Dan offended. That's No, that's definitely not a thing. <laughs> We would like, so let's kick it in the uh, usual fashion, Al, while you tinker. Kick it in the teeth? Yeah. What have you, sir, been up to this week, music and or guitar related? Uh, This week. Uh, No new acquisitions or anything like that, although there is something in the postage for us. Yes, there is. Um, I I noticed that. So I I didn't have time to pick that up today. Neither did I. But uh, actually, Sunday today. It wouldn't have been been open. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the, the drugstore. It was open. Oh, is it open? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Anyways, you can do it tomorrow. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you for your permission. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I could I could share what that is. We, we already talked about it last week, yep. but we have a couple of uh, litigators from Spun Loud Effects in Zemel. 
Very cool. Um, what else been going on this week? Okay, so last week on air, you ambushed. No, ambush is a. I mean, that's a strong word. We could call it an ambush, a loving ambush. Yeah, it was a kind-hearted ambush. A love bush. Well, nope. Nope, that's not going to Never saying that again. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> there goes that <laughs> podcast rating. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the explicit content, folks. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, okay. Last week, uh, you, um, Professor Petals, Mr. Brandon Shock, mm-hmm. James Mackey from Lauren Audio, and 19 other people in counting um, conspired. That's a good word. Cons- yeah. Conspire, um, conspired together to do a pedal raffle, well, and a guitar body raffle, thanks mm-hmm. to Parts Caster Concierge. Um, and uh, you informed me on air that uh, it was to help my wife and I out with our uh, kind of ongoing uh, housing crisis issues, <laughs> thanks to uh, the wildfires this year, um, which is still very appreciated. It's still going on. I don't know how long it's going for. I don't think uh, there's a definitive plan that way. I don't know either. So if you're listening to this, it might still be going on. Um, I feel really weird saying this, but there are some really awesome prizes in it. Yeah. So, you know, go enter it for the prizes. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I don't know what to say more about that. I've I'm well, still completely do, do you want words. do you want me to then? Cuz um, it, cuz I'll pedal this thing hard. <laughs> um Basically, what this raffle is going to do is going to um, get Al and his wife, Kat, uh, a bit of a helping hand to get on their feet after the f- losing their home um, by a result of the forest fire. And um, that was that was basically threatening not only Al's home, but, you know, the city where we both reside. And, you know, there was evacuations uh, all across our part of the province. It was just, it was a ma- it was madness. Yeah, it's been so, a wild year this year. Yeah. Anyways, um, so please do. Um, go check out the raffle. If there's stuff that interests you there, then uh, do throw a, a ballot in the box and uh, and uh, donate to the raffle. Um, there is a ton of really awesome gear from even more awesome people. Um, and so uh, good people doing good things for other good people. And that's yeah. that's what this is. You guys made me cry. Yeah, you did cry. Yeah. And I kind of cried too. So. I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to cry more if we keep talking about it. Okay. You want to move on? A little bit, to be Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, uh, I am not good at responding to stuff like that. I've, I'm I'm better. I, yeah, I, it's not an un, uncommon thing at all, but I'm definitely better at being the person who's helping rather than yeah, you know, receiving the help. And that's a, I would call it a flaw. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to maybe get over that. I am getting over that. But yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to know. I just it's it's so much to process. It's, there's a lot to respond to. I'm very grateful. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it that. Cool. Um, so other than that, uh, that's that's my week. Yeah, it's what? just a lot of that. Just yeah, just kind of absorbing that. Um, talking to everybody involved, trying to send out nice messages, and there are people who've donated that I didn't even know of. Wow. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah been crazy yeah you know yeah that's awesome man why, why don't you go buddy you, what about you want, your week you want me to, um I, I got the screws for my base pickups oh. in the mail um they were kind of in limbo for a while and i wasn't sure when they were going to come 
Uh, and then they just showed up, and then the Amazon thing said that they weren't here yet, and I found them in the bottom of my mailbox, soaking wet. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. And uh, I think, did I say that I got the fans for my smoke absorber project that I'm building? I think you did. I might go have. ahead. Anyways, I got the fans and the cabling and the filters and everything for my smoke absorber that I'm building for my soldering bench, which is a cool thing that I'm doing, too. And yeah. Yeah. Breathing uh, lead fumes is bad. It's not lead. It's lead free. And it smells good. <laughs> well, let me just put it this way. I love the smell of solder as much as the next solder junkie. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, there's a lot of us. But uh, it turns out breathing smokeified metal is, you know, bad for our right soft pink lungs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, music wise, though, that's about it. I've been on a really long uh stretch of work right now. I haven't had a day off in six days, so and I got one more to go. So I actually um tonight slipped my mind. I'm sorry. That's okay. I was like <laughs> I uh I was I was here at eight by the barest skin of my teeth. So uh, there's gonna be some pictures of this. By the time this episode airs there'll be pictures of this little guy that I'm holding up in my yeah, hand yeah. here on our Instagram. But uh for those of you who haven't seen him um I have a tiny, 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 about the size of a racquetball. It stuffed, is the size of a racquetball. Stuffed pug plushie. Keychain. Uh, that I use as a keychain, yeah. My, I don't know where my wife got it, but she got it from somewhere. It's actually a, a pug donut. There's donut sprinkles on top of them. No idea why. Why would you eat a pug donut? They're so little, you just want to gobble them up. Um, why, why wouldn't you? Yeah, uh, the know. best dogs ever. Uh, so anyway, um, my cat stole my key. Oh, good. He <laughs> um, doesn't like dogs, I guess. The people that uh, start that were cat sitting for us while we were displaced, which is now where we're staying as well, um, got our cats a bunch of cat toys, and my cat is super into these things now. He was never a big toy player before, um, and now he's also addicted to playing on the iPad. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so our cat plays video games. Anyway, they got him a bunch of toys, and they all look like little round plushies, like this guy. So. I couldn't find my, my van key and was getting on like 7.30 and I'm supposed to be here at 8 and it's quite a drive from where we're standing. And then all of a sudden I see the cat trotting through the room. With it in his mouth? With this thing dangling from his mouth. <laughs> I was like, get these little... <laughs> it's a good thing your cats don't <laughs> run so fast. Well, this one, he's the speedy one. He can, he's, <laughs> he's zippy. I mean, if it had been the large cat, no, I wouldn't have had a problem. She's at this point more or less just a statue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm a little. I'm gonna have to keep track of my keys better because, mm. you know, it's not like he's putting them back where he found them. Well, no. <laughs> so so. I, can't, I can't think of anything else I've been up to this week, man. Uh, just been right. working. Um, so my stuff is lame. Um, what about you, Fox? What yeah. have you been up to this week? Talk Music and or guy. and or guitar <laughs> related. Um, we'll we'll dig into the work stuff um, later. Um, but let's, uh, you know, do you have anything going on that's not specifically related to the business of Mallory guitars that you're up to this week? Um, that's a good question. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of, uh, repair work. I do. That's my bread and butter is doing repair. And I mean, I just, uh, sun up to sundown today was doing repairs. Um, so there's nothing different or new there uh went to a great concert last night um so that was that was cool after you know 
many months and years, it seems, of not going to live music. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, years indeed. Yeah. Uh, so starting to get out there again and, um, yeah, see folks play guitars uh, in a live setting again. It's fantastic. That's fantastic. Who'd you go and see? I saw this band from Arizona called Thraw. They're a death metal band. Um, gonna say, it was, they got to be heavy with a name like that. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> maybe there, there was 20, 30 people there. Really small show. I love the small shows. Um, you know, everyone who's there is, is really excited to be there. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a great time. A lot of fun. Excellent. Awesome. I've been to... Have I been to live music since the since the COVID? No, I don't think I have. I I went to oh this is back in the summer, I think in the early in early August. I went to the um, the cidery up BX Cidery, oops, um, up the hill here in Vernon, and Dan Tate was up there uh, jamming out on stage. Good old and, Mr. Dan. Yeah, and if if I hadn't been there on a huge time crunch, to. Uh, to get a gift for a friend of mine and then, and take off and get back home. Uh, I would have definitely stayed to kick around with him cause, uh, he plays some great music and he's just a, he's just an awesome dude. He's a very awesome guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's cool, man. Uh, live music's got to come back eventually. You know, we need, we need it not just for us that, oh, that play please. live, but, <laughs> but you know, the world needs it. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody remembers the Romans for the, how well they kept their books. They remember the Romans for their art. That is correct. Their culture. Dang. That's deep, dude. <laughs> that's, that's everything, right? You know, we, we keep track. We, we, we know of the uh, cave dwellers because of their cave paintings. We mm-hmm. know of, you know, Easter Island folks because of their heads. Giant artwork statues yeah. that they made. I mean, yeah, there was religious things to them too, but. Cool. I like yeah. to think that those heads are connected to giant statue bodies that are under the earth that they, you can't they see. They literally are. Yeah. They've exhumed a big they've, a, a yeah, portion of, dug them up. of them. Yep. That's <laughs> so amazing. It's, it's true. <laughs> I mean, there was something to it when it was just like a giant crazy looking head as well. Yeah, like an entire island covered in heads. It's well, not an entire island, it, but like, you know, that big. Very, <laughs> <laughs> it fit our modern art sensibilities very well. Yeah, indeed. Same with like, well, same with Roman and Greek statues. They're all marble and white. Yeah. And we think that's how they always were. And then you and you read up on them. It's like, oh, they painted those things in full color and looked ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Um, I was in London, England. I don't know if I said this before, but I was in London. Uh, well, it was happy 20 years almost. Yeah, it's more than 20 years ago now. Um, and I was on like a, a school trip and for my high school. And we were going around and looking at all these like, all these buildings and the Imperial War Museum and all this stuff that we were checking out. And uh, we get to this, like, building, and it kind of had, like, a Greek, you know, pillars of, you know, like the, you know, that kind of architecture to this building. Mm-hmm. And in the, like, and right beside that was, like, a modern structure, steel frame building and concrete and all this stuff. And, in, like, in the alleyway between these two buildings was a life-size statue of some Caesar, I don't know which one, but of some Roman emperor in bronze, just, just hanging out in just the alley, chilling in the alley, staring at a wall. And it, it just was like, Oh yeah, I guess like the landscape has changed a lot. And this piece of art is like magnificent bronze sculpture of, of 
one of the I don't know which ones. I I I'm remiss now that I that I don't remember. But there's a statue of Caesar Caesar staring at a wall, just just because. So it's the it is the art that survives. That's a that's a cool point. I mean, I'm sure like some archaeologists would probably dispute me. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously. Um, anyways, yeah. What else? Anything else you've been up to this week? Me? Yeah. Me, Fox? Yeah, you, Fox. Um, well, there was the uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Oh, that um, is a thing. That is a thing. Um, here in the States, at least. Um, there was lots of gluttony and um, that, that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, a, a Mandalorian marathon. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah. So that's probably about the, the fourth run through of that. Uh, you know, Black Friday is somehow linked to that too, is it not? To the Mandalorian? No, 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 no. It to is, yeah. The, uh, oh. the sales. <laughs> to Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. Is that, is that a thing in Canada? It's madness. Yes. Uh, less so. Um, there's Less still so. like I work in retail. It's mad. There's still sales and stuff, but it's not. It's becoming that because the the sale special culture is is bleeding over up here. Yeah, but like yeah. Ten, ten years ago, we didn't have nearly the. Nope, there was no such thing actually. Yeah, so thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, you're all you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just curious. I, I I don't know the the backstory the black friday i just know that i have to deal with it once a year in retail uh yeah that's that's the day when we stay home and don't go anywhere nice <laughs> uh we us in my house i'm sure there's a bunch of people out standing in line in line at two in the morning wow. uh, to getting, buy some something getting their football gear on and trying not to be trampled to get a 50 inch tv or something exactly yeah. it's it's ludicrous but anyway, we, we actually went on a mini road trip uh, on Friday instead, um, grabbed the dog and um, went to um, seeing some sites up in northern New Mexico and um, yeah, got out of Dodge for, for a while and had a wonderful day. Weather was beautiful and listened to some music uh, coming and going. Excellent. And uh, yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. It's been nothing but rain here for three weeks. Oh, wow. Oh, it's insane. Yep. We went, we, we've literally gone from the hottest summer on in history. Yep. To and 20, fires. Yep. To 28 kilometers of highway washed out. Yeah. Whoa. Vancouver is cut off from the rest of Canada right now because yep. all of the highways going there have been yep. the, uh, either washed away or had landslides cover them or it's all from all this water. And yep. It's they, crazy. I, I saw, I mean... I saw a uh, a quote was like after the initial flooding and and the thing you know in Abbotsford was under something like ten or twelve feet of water like it was just crazy, um, the uh, and like what oh, Merritt like, so there's so many cities that are that are yeah. heavily heavily damaged by all this flooding, and um, they were saying that there's a a atmospheric river coming up through the province again like right now. So it, it's just like, man, how, when are we going to get a break from this? You know, it's like two and a half months of, of literally the world burning down around us to now it's all washing away. It's just crazy. So 
Yeah, that's a that's a thing. The uh, the American border did open up though to allow Vancouver residents to go down through Asuyus and around. Uh, I guess OMAC yeah, or something to get to, get if back you're just home. Just trying to get home, you can on your driver's license, yeah. which is nice. So anybody who didn't have a passport was allowed to, you know, do a little hop, skip, and a jump through Seattle or through Washington to get home, which was which was great. So, yeah, cool, man. Sunshine in New Mexico sounds great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I was always told Albuquerque was really boring, but I let's get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, let's kick it off with Al's initial question, jumping the gun. Where did the gun. <laughs> where did uh, the name Mallory come from with a, a killer name like Fox Fletcher? Uh, well, uh, there were already four or five Fletcher guitars in existence. Um, so that negated the last name. And then uh, Fox guitars just sounded, I don't know, cheesy to me. Um, so I went with, uh, my grandfather's middle name. Um, and he, he owned a hardware store, uh, in Farmington, New Mexico. And, uh, I actually use, uh, some of his tools when I build guitars. Um, so, and I spent a lot of time with him growing up and, uh, I just thought it was, uh, just honoring him and, uh, his relationship with tools, uh, so there you go. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Yeah. That's a worth the wait. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had I had Fletcher logos all ready to go and all that and then you Were know they all Chevy Chase's face. <laughs> no, but that would be awesome. <laughs> um yeah. But my wife uh does an amazing job uh researching things and she said there's four or five Fletcher guitars already. So I said, okay, never mind. <laughs> well, Mallory's so, a good name. Yeah. No. It is. It is a good name. Yeah. Honoring the legacy and stuff. <laughs> and you have some of the tools too, which is rad. Yeah. Nothing major, you know, just, um, you know, some, some chisels and planes and, uh, measuring devices and that kind of stuff. Um, but it all gets used here and there and it's, uh, always reconnects me with him when I, when I use one of those tools and uh, each, each one of those things goes into each guitar and it just kind of makes it a little, just that much more special, um, to the, for the process for me at least. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, when doing the, the net carving on, uh, the builds, we're working on a couple of build series instruments and I did, uh, um, which are basically parts builds, but a little more elaborate than as that. extreme as we could take them. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've been listening. Yeah. Those, those are, uh, not your average slop them together, bolt them on <laughs> kind of things. So you, you guys are, are going above and beyond. I think it's, it's pretty awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Well, yeah, oh, that's good to hear, man. Cause, uh, coming from a builder as, as well, esteemed as you, mm. um, that feels good to hear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my my father-in-law lent me a rasp and a couple of files that he got from his recently uh, departed dad. Um, and I used those to do this and stuff. And it was, it was kind of a big deal because my father-in-law is not the kind of guy. He doesn't like loaning out tools and stuff. So Most, so, most craftsmen um, that have loaned out and been burnt 
don't <laughs> don't do yeah. it a lot. I was, so, a me- I was a mechanic for a long time. I understand that all very yeah. well. Uh, and you know, so I, don't, I generally don't push it. But so I, I just happened to, to talk to him. Be like, hey, do you happen to have something like this that I could use for a day or two? And and he said, yeah, sure, no problem. And he went and got these, and he told me where they were from and stuff. And that was so it was like not only was he loaning me some tools, but he was loaning me like some inherited tools. That was pretty special. That was a, that was a big. That was like a, a moment for me and him. <laughs> we don't have a lot of moments. He's very stoic, but we've had nice. Did, and and you got them back to him. I got them back to him. Yeah, oh, that's cool. That's cool. How long did it take? Uh, I only had him two or three days. He didn't know I, it only took two or three days. He went back up north to work oh, for okay. two weeks. So, right. you know, I could have kept him a while. He wouldn't have mm. cared. But yeah, I'm just curious. So I loaned you a guitar for a couple of months. Once okay. And- <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that was building up to that for a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. As collateral, I would point to everything of mine that is in your room. Here. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, what is it? Like, 95% of my gear is here? Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> That's all good, though. You classy schmuck. Yeah. <laughs> you would expect. Did you, did you make an inventory list before you hauled it over there? I did not, but now I'm questioning that. Oh. That was, that was yeah. obviously folly. <laughs> we all know you have the memory of a goldfish with a head injury. So, <laughs> what, no, what, Al, what gear a... are you talking about, Al? <laughs> I thought I had stuff. Oh, you, I think you left a pedal here or something. Then. Actually, you did. It's right here. I have. I there have you go. left some pedals. Yeah, I got the boost there. My my coils is here. There's a few uh, pedals yep, here. Your coils is on the yeah. table. I think right beside you. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, there it is. There's some stuff here. Yeah. So many things. <laughs> well, okay, let's, uh, all right, listen. Tangents ab- abound. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh, yeah, that's the whole show. Fantastic. I don't know why I saw the microphone. <laughs> that's a good question. I, yeah. <laughs> my saving grace is that I was the guy who came with the seed of the podcast idea, so there's, like, an obligation to keep a microphone in front of me. It's fleeting it's fleeting. <laughs> uh, all right so mr fox fletcher who i assume fox being a family name and fletcher being a we're big fans of chevy chase name um how did you become the luthier fox well, it was a long road. Um, I think it, it culminated uh, with me going to a Gallup uh, School of Guitar Building in Big Rapids, Michigan, um, and and solidifying the further solidifying the skills that I had been working towards for a long time. Um, I'd been doing you know Telly and Strat builds, uh, a la Warmoth and all parts and stuff for uh, probably about. 12 years or so and had worked in guitar shops and um my wife and i in 2013 moved up to denver and i got a job at a door factory Ooh. um yeah oh, <laughs> gosh the excitement <laughs> oh it was so exciting well because we both uh it must have met, been a swinging the... place to work though oh <laughs> oh nice <laughs> well you know i just want to try to get my foot in the door swinging. 
Oh, and you just talked over my pun, you. Oh no. Okay. No, your, yours, was, yours was better. You do it. It's okay. Do, no, do over. I request a do okay, over. Okay. Do over. Do over. Bad joke. Yep. I, I just had to get up there and get my foot in the door. Oh. 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 Uh, oh. oh. It wasn't even oh. a pun. It was oh. just bad. It's never mind. That yeah. was so dad Did, joke. You, I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Groans and eyes rolling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my wife and I met in the film and television industry. And so we had exciting experiences doing that. And then we just decided, you know, let's move somewhere for a different uh, view of the world. Moved up to Denver. I got a job at a door factory um, and it pretty much destroyed me. Um, I, I thought, what in the world am I doing this for? And I was really depressed and not happy and my wife said, why don't you go to guitar building school? And I said, really? She said, yeah. I said, wow, you're the best wife in the world. And so we I mean, did she some research. Pretty good. This podcast, she sounds pretty good. But <laughs> I, I'm working She's, on, I'm working on the best one, I think. Listen, buddy, it, you know yeah. my opinion here, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm going to say. Hey. If she suggests dropping everything and, and moving to Michigan to go to guitar school, you you know you've got a, a keeper. Well, he's got a keeper. Oh no, it's 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 for sure. If, if she suggests anything, my suggestion to him is listen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Absolutely. definitely listen. But um, anyway, yeah. So we um, we're in Denver for a year. That killed me. She suggested this. We researched schools. Um, I liked uh, Gallup uh, School there in Big Rapids, Michigan, and we just up and moved up there for a year, and, and school was six months long, and uh, just took every advantage of everything that was offered there. Tried to clean my mind of anything I thought I knew about guitar building and setup and everything before I walked through the door, and um, just absorbed everything uh, with a clean slate and. Uh, as a result, I got a job at Collings, um, oh. in, in Austin, Texas. And I worked there for five years. And when I, when I went there, I did the same thing. I cleared my mind and absorbed everything they had to, uh, enlighten me with. And, uh, that is all culminated in, in what I do. Um, so Man. that's the See, that's gotta long be a challenge, slash short though. story. Like that's gotta be a challenge to you know, we all, even in, even the least, um, for lack of a better biased. word, biased or egotistical, like you, everybody has their, their ego in, in things, you know, if you've invested time and effort and, you know, you feel like you, you've learned something or, you know, something it, it, that's, that's a challenge, man, to just like say, nope, I have to go in this with a, a, a clean slate and a level head and learn as much as I can. That's a, yeah, I, I can't imagine this, the, the, the challenge that that must've been for you. That's cool. It was challenging, but it's also, um, because I had, had given that, uh, that, uh, kind of perspective of things that go, uh, at school. Um, it was easier to, to do it at Collings because I, um, I knew that it worked well for me. Um, and then once you learn a, a multitude of things, then you can start incorporating everything you've learned. Um, I mean, that's, that's the way it works, mm-hmm, but, cool. uh, yeah. I got to imagine that was a, that was a cool first guitar job experience. 
calling. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it was surreal. Yeah. To say the least. No doubt. Uh, So how long were you with callings for? Uh, about four and a half years. Yeah. Okay. So you say that already? Mm Mm-hmm. My brain didn't absorb it. Nope. I think I said five years, but yeah. that's just, uh, you know, rounding up. <laughs> it's okay. I, I give Al visual cues for que- <laughs> if he asks a question that he's ar- that it's already been answered. And you know those he- flashcards people use to like, <laughs> help kindergartners get into yeah, grade one. So on. <laughs> yeah. Cue cards. And so, so teleprompter. Yeah. Oh, we're not that, that high level yet. <laughs> Al does not get a teleprompter. He gets me scalding him with a with a look <laughs> when he goofs something up. I'm only getting smarter. Indeed. Indeed. Well, look is far more effective anyway. No, he doesn't look very smart. Ah, <laughs> there it is. Um, so you do four and a half, five years at, at Collins. Um, what was the next move for you? Uh, then we moved uh, back to New Mexico um, just to... Um, be back where, where we're, uh, from essentially my wife is from New York, but we met here and she's, she went to college here and she's lived here more than half her life. So, uh, we just really missed, uh, the Southwest and, uh, moved back and, uh, to be near my folks, uh, they're, they're getting on in, in years and, uh, that would be good to be near them and, um, you know, live in the high desert again. And, um, we, we really miss the food. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me the Southwest has better food than Michigan? Than Michigan? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Michigan, but this, this is not done a hard thing to do. Have you not heard <laughs> of chili cheese fries? Is that a Michigan thing? <laughs> Man, it's Michigan. I'm just assuming most of the food is based on putting stuff on fries. <laughs> I That's that's not an exaggeration. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So I realized that one of our like most proud of it Canadian dishes is, is stuff, stuff on, on fries. fries. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with stuff on fries. It was created by the French though, so it's classy. <laughs> That's hilarious. On that same trip I was talking about earlier, we spent some time in Paris, and our our class got to go and experience a real French, like real French cuisine, and. Uh, I ended up skipping it because I didn't want to go anyway, so I went to the pub instead. And uh, our our class came back and met up at the pub after, and we're like, they tried, they served us French fries, and it was like, what? They're like, oh yeah, no, French fried potatoes was on the menu. It was like, <laughs> wow, that sounds classy, guys. <laughs> that was my first experience ever with strongbow, and not exactly what you would think when you read the word strongbow. You're like, oh, that sounds like a manly drink. It was very much a apple cider, and I didn't like it at all, but I still had to pay for it. I like Strongbow. Do you? I just, apple cider just doesn't sit right. Mm. I just can't, can't stand Strongbow. the taste of it. Mm. How about a banana? I do a banana, too. Yeah. You have a banana? <laughs> I don't have any bananas. Sorry. Why are you taunting me, then? I know. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my favorite thing to do, obviously. <laughs> Late night fruit. <laughs> It's actually a. That's craft actually beer. my uh, adult video name. <laughs> Late night fruit. <laughs> Add OnlyFans. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my OnlyFans account. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Casper, oh. the show's 
descending further, my friend. What's going on? The show is oh, descending it's, it's slipping away. Yeah. Um, let's divert then back um, away from your OnlyFans page and back to um, Fox's creations because... Yeah, let's get into that. So you're at Callings four and a half years. Move back to Mexico. So people didn't really hear that well. <laughs> you're at Callings for four and a half years. There, I said it on mic. Was that oh, We heard you the first okay. time. Oh. Yep. All right. So what happens then? Goes down to, they move back to New Mexico. New Mexico. For the food. Yeah, and I'd already started prototyping in Texas. Um, and then when we moved here, uh, part of the reason we moved to, we bought the house we bought is because it has an amazing shop um, separate from the house. So um, I just got to work uh, uh, some uh, production models and, um, you know, setting up the, the shop uh, to do repairs and, and, uh, facilitate all manner of, uh, guitar interests. And, uh, and that's, that's where we are. Crazy. Excellent. Okay. And I I feel a little, okay. Well, I'm a little ignorant asking most of my questions, so I'm just going to go for it, but I do feel a little ignorant asking this, but how long has Mallory guitars been Mallory guitars? Uh, uh, man, I guess since 2020, it's been, uh, it was early, uh, early 2020. Uh, so basically was born, uh, had been in the, in the works for a long time, but born with, uh, the, uh, arrival of COVID. Crazy. It's, wow. a, it's a, it's been a real common theme with uh, a lot of builders we talked to lately Yeah, is, you know, the, you know, the disappearance of, I don't know what the circumstances were for if you chose to leave Collins or if it was, they got, you know, closed due to, due to, uh, you know, COVID closures and things like that and lockdowns. But um, we've, we've heard this a version or, or two of this story lately that, you know, everybody's getting, um, getting after their dreams because their day jobs dry up, you know, it's kind of cool. Well, the strange thing, the strange thing is, is that we, we left of our own volition, uh, and then two weeks later, COVID happened. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So I got here sort of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got, uh, arrived in New Mexico ready to hit the ground running, uh, doing repairs and building. And, um, and then, you know, two weeks later, shutdown, lockdown, um, you know, I had, I had old customers I'd, I hadn't seen in several years that were, uh, ready to bring me things to work on. And, uh, we didn't do anything for quite a while. And so it was, a kind of, a a letdown. Uh, I mean, not to say that it's, it wasn't a letdown for the entire world in a multitude of ways, but, yeah. um, yeah. Um, so I was going to be doing what I'm doing regardless of COVID because that's why I moved back here is to, to, to start, uh, Mallory guitars. And, uh, so that would have happened anyways. I think it would have gotten going, uh, sooner, uh, had that, had the pandemic not happened, but, um, you know, yeah, it's a familiar story, of course. Yeah. But it's still your story and it's still, you know, we're, just because it's a familiar story doesn't mean we don't like hearing it. No, oh, yeah, no. I, I, it's. I think it's it's amazing the the things and the the perseverance of people um, that you know are coming up against some adversity, and it's a it's a uniform global adversity, and and yeah. people are 
you know, instead of sitting down and going, oh, okay, we're going to weather this under under the carpet or something, they're going, nah, let's get cracking on something so that we can build a build a future, you know, and it's it's awesome. We're all I, going through the same mourning process, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. Hey, not to, you know, focus on a bunch of COVID talk, but the world isn't just ending. It kind of ended, like, the way we live, the way everything has is or was has ended. You know, we don't get to kind of, put it all back in that box and close the lid. It, it's, this is the way it's going to be. And it, and it will yeah. be. Yeah. Think, things evolve and change, but they rarely, it's rare to see it evolve and change completely overnight. Yeah. Like that. And that's, that's kind of how I'm trying to look at it is our way of life evolved and changed in a moment instead of over decades. Yeah. Yeah. And we can pine for the past or we can try and forge ahead, man. Forward, yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And it's not the first or last time that that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the only, the only, <laughs> the only certainty is change. Yes, absolutely. You know, so I, no sense, uh, losing our minds too much about it. That's, uh, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. 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 And, Given how much like guitar purchasing and stuff has gone wild during the pandemic, uh, pedal purchasing, um, just gear gear acquisition, just, yeah. Period. You know, people guitars in a huge boom that wouldn't have happened if COVID hadn't hit. And, and I'm not saying COVID is a great thing. No, I'm you're never going to say you that. heard it, folks. Al <laughs> is pro COVID. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. You know, there there were some positives that resulted from this that I enjoy. You know, we've I, Sil- silver linings. Let's call yeah, it. Let's, yeah, yeah. You got it. You got to have them, right? Yeah. I got to spend a lot more time with my wife. We all got to spend a lot more time with our <laughs> with our spouses. Yeah. Um. You you almost got to die. That. Which- what a silver lining right? that was, yeah. Totally awesome. Thanks for... <laughs> oh, my gosh. It happened, man. It was, a, it was a touch and go for a while there. It was, it was not great, yeah. No. Or are we talking about the fire? No, we're talking about Al having COVID in the yeah. hospital for a while. Oh, okay. While I was homeless. Um, Evacuated, and, yeah. <laughs> the, well, I'm still homeless, technically, yeah. While, well, when we first got evacuated that same month. Within, like, a few um, days. Yeah, my wife was already isolating. She'd come. She'd been tested positive for COVID, and uh, within a week of that, I tested positive as well. But I got it bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the hospital for a while and on oxygen and stuff. It was a whole mess. Wow, I'm I'm sorry that happened. That's uh, well, others had it worse. That's yeah, that's that well, true. that's that's true. That's true. All of the folks who are no longer with us had it had it worse, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. But. Anyways, that's. Yeah. That happened. Yeah, it happened. Let's get on to the positive stuff, man. Yep. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I got to do this. I've been avoiding doing it the entire episode. My man. You're going to fangirl. I'm going to fangirl. Yeah, you're fangirl. I'm doing it. <laughs> dude, the J9. That thing is a breath of fresh air. Oh, thank you. It is somehow so familiar, mm-hmm. and yet 
completely new and different. And yeah, man, you, you took all of the lust I ever had for Bob Marley's classic Les Paul special and you, and you put it onto your J nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, Oh, that's a good guitar. Come on. Talk, tell, tell me about that. Like where, like how did you, how, how many brainstorming hours did you sink into that design? Well, I mean, what you said there kind of hit the nail on the head. I, I love uh, Les Paul Juniors, um, and I wanted to make my own version of one, but I didn't want to just you know, copy a Gibson. I wanted to do do my own thing to it, and I, you know, sketched and drew. Uh, I don't know how many different variations. Uh, one more hideous than than the next until I finally got to to what you see um, now. And, uh, it, it, uh, it just evolved. It, it, a lot of it just time, just, uh, outside of drawing and sketching, it was just in my head and, uh, it kept, uh, uh, morphing there just in my imagination. And, uh, um, yeah, it, it's, I, you know, I don't know when you, it's, it's bizarre when you finally, when you finish an instrument and you sit back and look at it and I'm looking at one right now and I, and I'm looking at my second prototype and I just, I still don't even understand how it happens. (laughs) You finish it and you're like, what, where did the, where in the world did this thing come from? Did I didn't make this, you know? Um, but you did, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, Apparently I did. Yeah. But I, I never quite believe it. Um. So uh, it, it's pretty unabashedly coming from the I Heart Les Paul Specials camp. Absolutely, yeah. And, there's there's no shying away from that for sure. Yeah, but you've you've I mean, I don't want to call it traditional because that's not doing it justice. But mm. it's got that traditional vibe in, in the sense of like, okay, it's a satinac mahogany, nice single slab of goodness going on there a couple of p90s that classic control layout that just as god intended it um <laughs> but you've got you've got a shape there that's all at once a, a familiar single cut and then not and then you've got those nice added touches with the with the angles around the edges it's not you know it's not rounded no it's angled it's pr- <laughs> probably the best um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like one of the best reminiscent of Les Paul um, kind of type of uh, body shapes with the best fret access I've ever seen. Like oh. it's, that's awesome. Like that is one thing. That Thank it's, you. It's, I mean, it's good about a Les Paul that there's lots of like upper fret access, but you kind of maximize the, the playability of this instrument so that like, there isn't anything that's going to be uncomfortable to reach. Um, and we know a lot of builders or we've, we've spoken to lots of builders that are, they know that's a chief concern um, about, about, you know, modifying familiar things and you, you've like absolutely crushed it uh, and made it stylish. And that's a, that's another big, big plus is like you can create all the upper fret access you want, but if it's, if it doesn't have that, uh, Je ne sais quoi. I don't know. It doesn't have that like that and vibe. As a great man once said, "It don't mean a thing <laughs> if it ain't got that swing." Is that another door factory pun? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little yes, out of, little out of I'm context. I'm that clever. 
<laughs> Absolutely it was. <laughs> no, man, like stellar, stellar looking guitars. And yeah. Well, th- thank you guys. I, you guys are, are, are super, super sweet with your, your, uh, adoration. I, I appreciate it. As I told Al on, the, uh, we were chatting on Instagram the other day. I said, you're making me blush under my beard. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, calls them as a season, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's not an easy thing to make something this simplistic and gorgeous all in one stride in one, you know, stroke with a brush, so to speak. It, it, it's really good. It's really, really good. <laughs> Well, one of my, one of my instructors at, uh, Gallup, uh, the, the, one of the best things I took away from that whole school is, is what he said. And his name is Sam Guidry and he, he's an amazing acoustic builder he can build anything. Um, and he said, uh, the, the challenge in, in building a guitar is, is not the, the building of it. It's the, the how do you sell a guitar? How do you market a guitar? And he said, what you do is you build something that you would play that you want and you stay true to that. And then you, the hard part then, and the next challenge is to find the people who agree with you and sell them a guitar. And I, um, I've just held to that. Um, I don't want to build something that I'd, don't like or wouldn't play or hang on my wall or, you know, take to a band practice or something myself. Um, yeah. So that's, that's always stuck with me. And I, I, I think about that all the time. Smart guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, who wouldn't take a special? Okay. So uh, to be very honest, the LP special is not one of my bucket list guitars. Well, there we go. Like, if, I mean, that, that, comes, we answered that, the question. That, what no, are no, we no, talking no, here? No, for? no, no, no. It, it, <laughs> it, and it, it comes down to that. Um, the LP special is, uh, it almost seems kind of dime a dozen. One of my very first guitars was, uh, a, a like a, kind of flat slab body Les Paul type of guitar. I guess that would yeah, I guess I can see where that might taint your Yeah, and it and it, that wasn't a, a great guitar. I've played a couple of, you know, real Gibson specials and they they just don't blow my hair back. Just because the and they, that's the funny thing too, man, is the, the Les Paul was like that's the guitar I have to own. When I first started playing guitar, that was it. I had to own I had to go find one. And I did. I went and found one and it sucked. But I just went and <laughs> it wasn't a Gibson Les Paul, obviously, but it just, I, I just, it's, it's done so many times. I see uh, Les Pauls of all varieties all over the, the interwebs for sale. And, you know, there's one nearby here that's a great deal, great guitar, um, but it's, I just don't seek them out anymore. But like Al said, when he first brought up the J9, this thing is a breath of fresh air. It it takes all the great things about a Les Paul um, and adds a really, really cool twist to the style and, and gives it a, a, like a brand new, you know, lease on life. I, I, I just, I love them. They're great. 
Oh, I, I, I hope uh, you can play one at some point. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be magnificent. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, so you're, are you basing, um, you're kind of basing like, I don't want to compare it to other brands because that's not fair. Uh, but are you kind of basing this as like a platform to do, you know, so you can put different types of pickups in it, obviously, but you can kind of take that styling and kind of in a bunch of different directions to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got, I've got the, the carved top version. Um, and, uh, you know, it's the same shape, but with the maple carved uh, carved maple cap and, um, uh, I've, uh, a couple of people asked me if I'm going to do a baritone, um, which I think would be easily adaptable into a baritone as well. Same shape, uh, bass. I've had, gee, probably a dozen people at this point ask me if I'm going to do a, a bass. Um, again, uh, it wouldn't be, uh, too much of a, uh, hassle to, to kind of re retool some things to, to make a bass, um, either. But, uh, yeah, this is the main thing, but I also, I've got, I'm working on a prototype for uh telly, which isn't this body shape. It's, it's, uh, reminiscent of it and has uh, certain stylings, uh, that you could tell, oh, go, that's a Mallory, but it's a Mallory telly, uh, type thing. And then I'm doing, a uh, like an Ibanez RG, uh, my version of, uh, cause it's another one of my favorite, uh, guitars. So, and I, I, um, I total you know, unabashed metalhead. Uh, so I, I've got to make an RG style guitar, uh, one of the hardtail, one of the Floyd. Um, so I'm working on that stuff right now as well. I wouldn't have predicted the RG coming from the J nine. <laughs> That's I just actually tripped over your double cut too. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Like, Thanks. <laughs> I've only made one of those. I, I, um, I what is hasn't the, been a whole lot of what interest is the, in What it, is the so. fretboard on that guitar if that's the only one? It's it's leopard wood, which isn't known as a tone wood because it's not. But <laughs> in the prototype phase, it's a you know my 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 wife. She's just so supportive and awesome, and and always says things that uh, make sense to me. And she said we were somewhere, and I found this piece of leopard wood, and I said I don't even know this would work as a fingerboard, but it sure is pretty. And she said, it's a prototype. Now's the time to experiment. Screw it. Who cares? No one's buying this guitar. You're just, you know, figuring stuff out. Just, just go with it. And I said, you're right. So there you go. Leopard wood. Yeah. That's cool, man. It looks rad. Gotta appreciate marrying somebody smart. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As she said today, she said, uh, uh, behind every luthier is a woman who has a job with health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah you're, not, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> a brilliant lady. <laughs> Very brilliant. With health insurance. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> right, brilliant cool. insured lady. Exactly. I'm, so Casper's got me frantically searching now. So now uh, I'm, looking at, I'm now looking at the double cut here. Yeah, which I had never seen before, and I'm digging it. Yep, it's got, it's it's a it's definitely a Mallory, and that's probably what I like most about it, um, is that it's all the style cues, man. The cuts are the are that that same that same shape. The yeah, 
really digging the string through too. That's awesome. And that I did because a buddy of mine in San Francisco wanted me to build a single cut uh, in TV yellow with a string through. And so I was building that one at the time. And so I thought, oh, oh, I hadn't drilled holes for the tailpiece yet. So I thought, you know what, I'll just go ahead and make this one string through and, and, uh, see if, you know, see if he, he likes that. Um, so it was, uh, I was able to give him an example and say, here, here you go. What the string through would, would be like. And, um, so yeah, that's awesome. Man. Time, the time to experiment with the prototypes, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. I seen, uh, I was just, I was cruising through your Instagram today and I saw a image of a little string winder or a, a pickup winder. Are you oh, yeah. winding pickups in house? Uh, I rewind pickups, uh, for people. Um, right. so I've, I've got, um, uh, I've, I've, um, I've wound a couple of pickups, uh, but I, didn't want to go that route. Uh, when you get into this sort of thing, you want to kind of focus and I didn't want to get wound up in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> going down the, the rabbit hole of the pickups. Uh, I thought, Oh, I'm going to do everything. I'm going to wind my own pickups and build my guitars, but it just, it's so, so time consuming. And, uh, so I just said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on building guitars and uh someone else can make the pickups uh my buddy josh spataro uh, uh righteous sound pickups uh winds all the pickups for me and uh that's what i put in everything and will continue to do so because they're awesome um so yeah he's yeah. he's on my list i mm-hmm. really want to try some of his stuff it's incredible he 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 just knows how to voice pickups for whatever guitar you have. And I've sent several people to him who have ordered pickups. Uh, uh, once they call him and talk to him and pick his brain about, um, what, what they're after, what kind of guitar they want, whatever to go in, uh, he just nails it. And, uh, uh, he's, he's got a gift. It's, it's incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 I've heard a lot of good things. A lot, a lot of good things. So, uh, I just really quickly though, how did you like the the leopard wood? Eh, it's kind of neither here nor there. Um, I wish I kind of wish I I uh, had tried it on a single cut because I had already. Uh, this is a, a one off so far. The the double cut, so I don't know if it would work any differently, sound any differently uh, on a single cut. Um, but it it seems fine. Uh, it doesn't, uh, it was, it was easy to work with and, uh, uh, fretting went fine. It didn't have any, uh, trouble seating frets or, um, anything like that. And, and it looks is, awesome. Is it, a, so. is it a hardwood? I never even heard of this stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's, yeah, it's a hardwood. Um, hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, you, there's, you go to you know wood store and you see all these things and you think, oh my God, that would be a beautiful fingerboard. Whether it would make sense to use it or not, who knows? Uh, sometimes some things you're like, oh yeah, well you obviously can't use that because um, you know frets will just come flying right out. But yeah, there's not a lot of this, cork this, fingerboards. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I think it'd be funny if, if if someone built a guitar out of balsa wood and cork and 
stuff and i somehow made it work i, I can't imagine what that would sound like it would be Nylon i think about strings. stuff like that sometimes i know exactly what it would sound yeah, like yeah exactly it, it would sound like epoxy resin because that's what they'd have to use yeah to yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah like that that Pencil. cardboard stratocaster Yep. It'd be another one of those like YouTube guitars where like, oh, I built a guitar out of pencil crayons. I was going to say pencil crayons. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you, you built a guitar out of epoxy <laughs> and it looks pretty because of pencil crayons, but you have an epoxy. Is, <laughs> is a pencil crayon Canadian for colored pencil? Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a difference. Colored pencil? Right, yeah. Colored pencil. Yeah. Colored pencil. Yeah. Here we have pencils and crayons and then colored pencils. Oh, uh, here we have pencils, crayons, and pencil, pencil crayons. crayons. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I think even like I work in a stationery store and I'm I'm certain the Crayola um boxes are labeled Crayola pencil crayons here. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. That doesn't seem even remotely out of reach. I'm pretty sure that's the way they are. Gotta love those differences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird differences that like don't need to be, but nope. yeah. Hundred percent. You know what? I'm almost certain I haven't heard one of our American friends say "roof" on the show yet, because it would have stood out to me. Well, yeah, because they say "rough." They say "rough." Do you say "rough"? Right. Rough, like like a dog? Yeah, or like like the Porsche. Like you're gonna go reshingle your roof. Roof. Huh. It's a. It's definitely a regional um, thing. Yeah, I mean. maybe it is. It's okay. Like, there's there's all sorts of stuff like that. That's it's, probably why it didn't stand out then. Maybe you don't, maybe all Americans don't say that. It's just Tim Now, are you Allen saying Americans say roof or roof? Roof, like R-U-F. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I uh, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Oh. Uh, you so just, it's got to be. You just don't remember tool time very well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly the reference that's, I was making. Yeah, that's, yep. how, that's, how, uh, that's how Tim the Tool Man Taylor always said it. Yes, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't he from Michigan? I don't know. I think so. I think that show was based in, well, quasi, like it was supposed to be based in Michigan. Yeah. I think if we're, I think if we're basing things on how Tim Allen does it, the show's going to go downhill (laughs) even further. (laughs) Oh man. But Tim Allen doesn't. I love that voice. (laughs) What what, voice? My voice? Yeah. That voice, that voice you just made. (laughs) Is that your Tim Allen voice? No, that's that's Kermit my, the Frog. Oh, it's not. I, I guess it's it kind of a mix. Like Kermit, yeah. yeah, I Kermit the Frog talking about Tim Allen. I used to do stand up, and a lot of a lot of the time, one of my favorite stand up things to do was talk about um, going for motorcycle rides with this motorcycle club <laughs> in my hometown. And I'm not a big biker dude. I just like to get on a thing with two wheels and a little motor and go putting around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care what the thing is. Casper can attest to my horrible taste. <laughs> Some of the motorcycles you've owned, I am not a fan of. <laughs> I, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't ride them. No, like it, like, at least not for any like long distance or over a long period of time. I would go for a scoot <laughs> maybe, but it's like no. Nah. This little like CX four hundred is not my thing. Six uh, five hundred, thank you, sir. <laughs> I shouldn't say that about the CX series. I love those bikes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I okay. So anyway, I would. One of my favorite things to do with uh, with, with stand up was to go and and tell stories about going for bike rides with uh, <laughs> with this 
biker club. And uh, these guys are, I don't know, I don't know if you're familiar with Alberta as far as Canadian provinces go. It's the big hillbilly one. But Alberta is the Texas of Canada. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair, actually. I think that's, yeah. a, yep. They're proud of it. We just, it's not even just, an insult to them. That's, no. that's just, yeah. I, I think the big difference is they're not allowed to carry guns. Oh, try telling them that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you get a lot of Albertans. They like freedom, 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 guns, 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 and harlots. And uh, some of them even put on that accent. <laughs> so I, I would go for rides because one of my buddies was an organizer behind these group rides. And so I'd show up because he, he would pester me. And I'd go, all right, fine. I'll, all right, Mark, I'll come out. So I go out for these group rides, and it's me showing up on an 81 Honda CB650, <laughs> which I love that bike. Yeah, I, fantastic machine, man. One of my favorites. And <laughs> then it's all these burly-looking dudes in black leather everything with Harley logos everywhere. And The only bike that wasn't a Harley was a Victory. <laughs> and that's that's close <laughs> is, enough anyways. You know, I, yeah. <laughs> it's trying real hard anyhow. And so they're all rolling down the highway just... Blah, 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 blah. They're loud engines and stuff, and then there's me on this whisper quiet <laughs> CB650. And I'm not talking like cool scrambler 650. No, no. Not cafe racer. Bone stock. So I'm out there like... <laughs> like, that's all you can hear from my bike. And I'm a big guy. I've always been a big guy. So I'm the biggest guy there. On the littlest bike. On the tiniest bike. bike there. <laughs> and so that was that was the voice I created for telling these stories and st- about me riding with this crew on a stand-up. It was just like, well, hello, hello gentlemen. Are, are you uh, all fellow motorcycling enthusiasts? All ready for a dandy jaunt around the prairies today? <laughs> and then Casper pointed out it sounded like Kermit the Frog. So My inner nerd is just Kermit. Agreed. <laughs> Anyway, how did we get on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think we were talking about pickups. Wait, this is a guitar podcast. Yeah, that. Okay, wait, let's. Is it? <laughs> it's a podcast with Al on it. That's the problem. I see the issue now. You got to get that guy out of here. Taking applications, folks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're local to the interior of BC, Canada, um, yeah. <laughs> Would you like to work for free really hard? Yeah, really hard. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so I want to get a little more basic. Are, are do, you, do you have common specs, or is, is each J9, like, custom-built for each customer? You go you go through the specs and, you know, no shared uh No, they, I mean, or... they, uh, everyone I built has been exactly the same as far as uh, specs uh, go. Like I said, build what you want. And then find people who agree with you. So what do you want? Talk, walk, walk me through the specs here. Uh, man, I just, I want a guitar that, that is, uh, doesn't feel, uh, uh, you know, um, I guess clinical. I don't want a, uh, sleek, shiny, um, Guitar. I like, I've always, I don't like shiny things. I've always liked, uh, old, uh, things. Uh, I like a patina. I want, um, you know, a guitar you can really take a bite out of that just feels, uh, like the tree that it was made out of, you know, I feel the grain. Um, 
I, um, okay, so these aren't trailer queens, as uh, bikers would say. <laughs> or, or, yeah, they're not uh, wall art, wall hangers. It's uh, These are players' guitars, yeah? Yeah, yeah, they're they're meant to be played and and uh, worn in and and used and enjoyed. You know, um, I uh, I would hate to think one is you know just hanging on a wall, not not having having the tar played out of it on a, on a regular basis. Um, the horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to be Paul Reed Smith. No, I don't. I actually, I worked at a Paul Reed Smith dealer, uh, years ago and, and I had never played one until I worked there. And, um, you know, you just seen them in the magazines and, and everything. And I, I, the first one I played, um, was a McCarty and it was like emerald green with just amazing flame maple top and, uh, all the, the birds and all that. And, uh, and I'll tell you what, I pulled it off the wall and played it and I thought, Oh, I get it. This is, this is really well built guitar. And, um, but it was just, it was too nice, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, get, I, I say I get that, that while I'm, I'm sitting here with a Collings hanging over my head. Um, but, uh, that's Did a, they it's know a, you have that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I took it home a piece at a time, Johnny Cash style. Johnny Cash yeah. style. <laughs> no, I, I one uh, piece actually, must be annoying. <laughs> I uh, I had a, a Les Paul uh, VOS uh, fifty eight VOS, and as about a week after working at Collings, I uh, started figuring out a way to get rid of that so I could get a, uh, a Collings CL. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, I got to admit, so. my, my buddy Eric has a, a 58 VOS that I'm in love with. It's, it's the it's the best Les Paul I've ever touched. I borrowed it from him a few times, and I never want to give it back. So that, to me, I mean, you, it, it, what you're saying here screams so much. Well, the, the yeah, the, the VOS was, was, it was awesome. I mean, I, I, uh saved up and, and for that and, and sold several guitars to get that one and had it for several years. And, um, it was, it was an, it was the best Les Paul I'd ever owned. Um, until I, I discovered Collings while working at Collings. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Okay. There's, uh, this well, is, this is, a, 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 a few steps above. It's definitely so. it's definitely been said before that Collings out Gibson's Gibson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Jeez, they're don't, they're don't tell Gibson that. <laughs> don't tell Gibson that. Yeah, <laughs> they don't give a rip. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, the only where Collins, was I going with that? I, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, I said I don't like shiny things, but this yeah. is a, an aged Collings, um, so it's got you know the lacquer checking and and aged hardware and. Um, it's uh, it's not shiny. <laughs> <laughs> um, the I've played probably a handful of callings, and but they've always been acoustics and one mandolin, which I can't play worth a damn. Um, but the acoustics were just jaw dropping. Like yeah, they felt like nothing, nothing I'd ever felt before. Um, I would I would get one of those in a heartbeat for sure very fine yeah having having worked in several guitar shops and and played thousands and thousands of guitars over the years uh 
I, uh, you know, I could, could be the company man when I was at Collings and say, this is the best guitars ever. Uh, but they, they're really special and they're, um, they, uh, Bill Collings, uh, just had a, a way of, of looking at things and, and engineering things that just, uh, tops, tops everyone else. Um, at least, at least on a, on a, a company that, that makes that amount of guitars, uh, which isn't, you know, it's a drop in the bucket compared to what Gibson makes or something, of course. Uh, um, but, uh, to have that kind of output and that kind of consistent quality, it's, uh, uh, unparalleled as far as, as far as I know. So. Now I want to play one of your guitars all the time. Mm-hmm. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man, he, yeah, cut his teeth at callings. I would say, I feel like you kind of get it, and you get us. <laughs> like you make the things we like already. So, yeah, just kind of like stumbled into kindred spirits. Call it. Also, yeah, I, I kind of wish we were all in the same room right now having some beers. Yeah. Second that, I'll sell you Casper for one of your J nines. <laughs> okay, that's high praise. Thanks, buddy. Yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> we, could, we could use some more Canadians down here. I'll talk to my missus. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll have to deal with her. <laughs> I'm a dead man. Oh, dead. My, my wife was born in Toronto. Oh, there you go. Oh, there. Oh, no wonder she's See, so smart. That's right. That's the. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I'd like to pick your brains about something else I saw on your Instagram today. And there is a picture of a fretboard that has to have the most heavily, uh, quote unquote, loved frets I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. That what was uh, Brian Moore. The story behind that thing is it's been played. And it, and the before and after is like, did you re-radius that neck? And like, like how much work yeah, do you I, have to do? Well, it's uh, the standard uh, refret process. Uh, so this guy brought this Brian Moore in that he was the original owner of things probably nearing 30 years old. And oh, he so just, it's a proper played. Brian Moore, not one of those Korean import ones that they made for a little bit. I, you know, I don't No, I think it was one of the imports, but he's, they started, when did they start making those? Uh, early two thousands, I think is when the, the Korean ones started. Okay. Then it, this must've been one of the early ones. Cause it was a Korean one for sure. And he's just played the snot out of it. Uh, he's a jazz guy. And, uh, 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 brought it in and that, and that explains the wear said, on all of the frets, not just the cowboy chord. Part. Yes, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> jazz not guys my use guitar. all the frets. <laughs> so yeah, he he, uh, you couldn't even get it to set up. I said this isn't this needs a refret. There's nothing I can do. I can't even level these frets because there will be nothing left of them. Uh, so he said, "Cool, do it." Um, so I yanked the frets and re-radius the board and, uh, uh, got the same, uh, fret size and, and put in new frets and, um, you know, put it back together. And that's, that's the before and after, um, that's, that's one of the, one of the things I, I did at Collings was, um, was cleaning the, the fretboards and, uh, making sure they looked absolutely pristine, um, and uh, so I got rather good at that. Oh man, um, yeah, just 
amazing job. I got to say, and I don't know how, how intense a refret is. I've never done one. I've never even seen one done, but the before and after is astonishing. And those frets are, well, I I can safely tell you, Casper, that they always put the dregs, the least talented, most myopic, head injuries. Yeah. They put them on the fretwork. Yeah, yeah. That call. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. It was just like I couldn't I couldn't imagine playing a guitar so much that it looked like that. But he's a jazz guy, so that makes sense. I I know a flamenco guy that his guitar looks like that. And they're Mm -hmm. nylon frets. Or nylon strings, I mean. I just want to clarify, I did not fret the guitars. At Collings, not because you were insulting the Fred guy, <laughs> but um, no, I was I was at the end of the line. I, I did final setup and assembly of, of all the electric guitars, uh, and then would test play them. And um, the uh, they would be run through the Plex machine uh, before they got to me, and they would have uh, remnants of the tape from uh, from the um, finish process and. Uh, the the milling the fret milling and everything so there would still there would be you know uh some uh metal filings and just from handling and everything and uh it would just further refine them and any any uh you hardly ever saw any glue but if there was uh it would take care of that and uh uh just finish it out smooth it out and and just make it uh clean and presentable and uh, virginal, if you will. Um, so yeah, just wanted to clarify, um, that <laughs> I was right. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so it's 2021 now mm-hmm. for another month. That's true. Mallory's been going since 2020. Correct. What's 2022 looking like? Where are we headed? Um, is that, a, that too broad? Is that a, that's a big question. Well, I realize it could be a big question. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Cause I, of course I would, I would prefer to just build full time. Um, but the, uh, the repairs are steady and increasing. Uh, so it's, it's difficult to find a balance between building and repairing and, uh, uh, but it's amazing how much I continually learn. I learn something every day about guitars and a lot of that comes from repairing them. Uh, cause you, you have, you know, uh, a vast array of, of different instruments and in different varying states of, uh, condition. Um, and each one of them informs something I will do later on a Mallory, uh, however minute. And, um, I think, 2022 is, uh, primed for a, uh, a, I don't know, a further awakening of, of these guitars and, and what's going into them, especially with the, the other, the new model prototypes I'm working on. And, um, just, uh, you know, each one I build gets better than the last. Um, there's just, and that, and that's, that's the way, that's the way it should be. Um, because if you if you get to the pinnacle, there's there's nowhere else to go, and uh, uh, yeah, so just upwards and onwards really is is what 2022 is going to be. Excellent. Well, I mean, you know, I got to stop saying that. I've said that so many times this episode. I'm driving myself nuts. Well, I mean, um, 
so I hadn't noticed, but thanks for pointing. Oh out. yeah, that's gonna drive you bananas it, now. I'm editing now. It's editing. Yeah. Drive me crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, there's I, okay. Well, the repair work is great though. R- repair work, keeping the lights on means Mallory keeps on J nining it up, and the world needs the J nine. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't have the repairs, I you know that's you know it, they they're they're uh, uh, they have a relationship for sure. Uh, one doesn't exist without the other. So, um, yeah. Well, I guess I guess the repairs would happen if if the J9s didn't exist. <laughs> the, the repairs definitely have to facilitate the the building costs uh, for sure. So, if the listen, if you stop making the J9s, just stop doing the repairs. Yeah. Oh, Skip, absolutely. Skip it. Absolutely. Yeah. Do something different. Yeah. Grow lettuce. Grow lettuce. <laughs> yeah. In New Mexico. Yeah. Why not? New Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. You can why farm. Not? You can farm in New Mexico. Yeah, I know you can farm oh, in New Mexico, but I don't know if lettuce is the crop to go for. Yeah, I don't know that we grow lettuce here. We grow a lot of things here, but you don't grow lettuce there. That's a very high. <laughs> I'm, high I'm pretty water sure we don't crop. grow lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know. <laughs> Who doesn't like a challenge? Yeah. <laughs> try watermelon too while you're at it. Just yeah. Obviously. Seems like an obvious choice. <laughs> We've had uh, baseball sized watermelons. <laughs> but they're probably delicious. <laughs> yes. You eat them like an apple. <laughs> oh, gross. Tiny little pea sized yeah. fruit in the middle of nothing but it's rind. Just, it's just rind. It's yeah. like a tiny little, like, <laughs> three quarter inch sphere of, of, mm. of meat in there. <laughs> Be a delicacy. They probably sell like hotcakes overseas. Yeah. What? Oh, oh! Did you get a new melon baller? No, these are New Mexico. These are New Mexican watermelons. (laughs) So funny thing, nearby where we live, like we have pretty extensive orchards for apples and cherries and all kinds of stuff here. And there is a a, about uh, thirty-five minutes up the highway towards Kelowna, is a uh, I can't remember the name of this thing, but it's this huge, big factory-looking concrete building that sorts cherries and they sort cherries to like highfalutin super rich people in Dubai that spend thousands of dollars per cherry what now that's what I said what now but Steph my partner is a is like a five-star chef and was like oh yeah this is that thing I'm like what thing and she's telling me about it it's it I can't remember the name of it it's probably gonna drive me crazy now but it's literally the people that work there have to go through like full security checks day in and day out. Like leaving the building is full, full security, like pat down. So you're not stealing cherries. It sounds insane. Wow. Yeah. That is, I mean, <laughs> a cherry tree in our yard as a kid would just. <laughs> right. I don't eat cherries anymore for exactly that reason. Because when I was growing up as a really little kid, uh, my sister and I climbed up a cherry tree and filled like a big Coleman cooler full of cherries and then proceeded to eat them all. <laughs> I to this day I cannot I can't even like have like blended cherry juice like with like mixed with something else just dry oh, nope you must have pooped out your small I'm telling intestine. you I'm telling you it was a rough period and yeah. I was little like I we moved out of that house when I was four and I remember what that was like so it was a traumatic experience in my life to eat a, a cool, cooler full of cherries and suffer the consequences gosh wow (laughs) so Uh, public service announcement kid kids it's it yeah you don't eat a bunch of cherries speaking of public service announcements Mm. we have one do we we do oh my god what did i forget 
Well, what you almost forgot, but thankfully, your hero, Al, was here to help you remember. The one thing Al remembers. The one thing (laughs) is that we need to talk about somebody else really quickly. And that's this little brand, this beautiful company called Spun Loud Effects. Oh, yeah. 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 So our buddy Dan DeMay is the mad genius behind Spun Loud Effects. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he's making some of the coolest drive pedals and the coolest flanger pedal I've ever had. You yep. can't have one though. It was nope. one of ten, and we have done. We have two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk about the drive pedal. So we've got yep. the blister and peel. Yep. Tell how how would you describe? Okay, Casper, I'm going to yep. give you a challenge. A challenge. Yeah. One yep. word to describe the blister and peel. Go. Oh, um. That's not fair. I just, you can't. I can't say one word. There's transcendent. Okay. Incendiary. Incendiary. It does not. Incendiary. It does not catch fire. Al. It's literally called the blister and peel. I feel like okay. incendiary is not off the menu. It's a little. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. one word. Orgasmic. N- no. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways, folks, so check out Spun Loud effects. Check out Spun Loud. Yeah. Uh, litigator is his other cool drive pedal. Those are that's what's in the mail for us. Right. That's now. right. Yeah. We're excited to check those Award out. Award-winning, this thing. Yeah, and we want you to check them out. Yeah. Not only does he make awesome pedals, but Dan is one of the nicest guys in the universe. So, yeah, that's our that's our advertisement. Boom. Spun yeah. out effects. Yeah. It's late at night. Yeah. We're not used to doing this. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the regularly scheduled stuff. <laughs> Dan's going to hear these ads. He's going to be like, like you, what did I do? Why did I commit to this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I didn't warn you about that at all. No, nope, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, I, Fox. <laughs> it, it did. Hey, it did completely no catch me off guard too. I, <laughs> Casper I, totally forgot. Yeah, I forgot about a lot of stuff today. Yeah, that's okay though. <laughs> so, okay. I, I do want to thank Dan extra hard because yep. usually we do these in the middle of the episode, and we kind of forgot to the end. So, <laughs> Dan, please, please forgive us. We're numpties, mm-hmm. but we love you. And he knows that he, he listens does. to the show. Yeah. Speaking of people we love, Fox, man, um, I feel like we spent a lot of time all over the map. We were not at all organized. Not that we ever are. Um, But, dude, thanks so much for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. I I really enjoy the show. So it's kind of weird being on the show uh, because sometimes you guys were talking and I was just listening to the show as normal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait a minute! I'm, I'm on. The, oh crap! I'm, on I'm the guy there. Saying the yeah. stupid thing too. Why isn't the guy answering the question? <laughs> oh my god! I'm the guy. <laughs> is it? Is it? Was it like a? Was it okay? <laughs> is there like a weirdness to it? Seeing behind the the, the wizard's curtain. Um. Yeah, it is weird because it doesn't. It doesn't seem. Uh, it's it's like being in, inside of a television show you watch, so it doesn't. I don't know. It's surreal. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you know what? Uh, a very pleasant experience. So excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I always feel with, with my my ignorant assumption because I'll never know what it's like to, <laughs> to be the guest on the show. But I always figured. Coming on the show would be like, that's all they do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, these the, guys are morons. <laughs> it's that imposter syndrome thing, man. Totally. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we try and have fun anyways. <laughs> There's nothing professional behind the curtain. No. 
It looks like two. Well, it, <laughs> it sounds like two it, doofuses in a basement. Yeah, exactly. It is two doofuses in a basement. Seems like two village idiots. <laughs> two two doofuses in a basement is probably the only reason I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, we pull back the curtain, and it's it's the same idiots. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, dude, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for for hanging out with us on the show. Um, I know it's. Uh, I've had a few people turn us down uh, when I've asked them because they're just like, whoa, 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 no, 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 not my thing. I don't, I don't talk in public like that. I, I build guitars and somebody else goes out in public with them. Um, and I, so we appreciate you doing this and hanging out with us and becoming a part of the family. Well, thanks so much for having me. It was, it was very, very uh, entertaining. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I guess I, I, being interviewed is, is part of the entertainment, but I, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. You guys are awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, and I really, really uh, appreciate you and the show and, and everything you do and all the guests that you guys bring in. And, uh, thanks for, uh, give me, uh, the opportunity. Oh man, you're as deserving as anyone else. Indeed. Our pleasure. And, uh, listeners, we love you. We need you. We'll see you again next week. Yeah.